Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Book Wolves podcast. This is a booktube and book and writing related podcast hosted by well, me, Cam, from the YouTube channel Wolfshot Publishing. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode. This is episode eight, I believe. And today we're talking about, I guess, the negative stigma around discussing how well you want your booktube. Well, really, this could apply for any YouTube channel in general, but how well you want your booktube slash YouTube channel to perform, how well you want it to do, because I've noticed, not so much recently, but just in general, I've noticed in my nearly two years on YouTube that a lot of people think it's uh, it's a necessity morally to act as if you, you have no interest in how well your channel actually does, and as long as, you know, one person tunes in, you're fine, that sort of thing, and for the most part, I have trouble believing this when a lot of people say it, and if anything, it just makes the person saying it seem a bit more um, disingenuous. That That's how I feel about it anyway. Obviously, there are a few people who, I guess, genuinely don't care about how well their channel does, but those, those people um, normally wouldn't be on YouTube very long because they would lose interest very quickly. The people who are doing it for you know, nearly a year or longer at a time, I, I think it's very unlikely that they don't care about the growth of their channel. That's just, that's where I stand. Anyway, I know for a fact I definitely care about how well my channel's doing. It does have a direct impact on, you know, my happiness. And, and that's not the sole source of my happiness, but I do care. So I'm well aware that a YouTube channel, like anything else, like for example, working on your body at the gym, it's always going to seem like you're not improving as fast as you could be, as fast as you would like to be. And when there's a lag or a stall within that progress, it seems like the worst thing in the world for, for some people. Um, for others, it's not so much of a deal, depending on how long that lull actually lasts. But essentially, what I've found uh, in in starting booktube i started about i think it was august 2016 so we're coming up on 2 years now and as of right now i think i'm at about 4.4 uh yeah 4.4k 4 4000 4, subscribers and if that number hadn't grown um let's say at all over the over the year and a half I've been doing this, of course I would have quit a very long time ago, and I find that a lot of people online, I, I'm assuming at the attempt of seeming, um, you know, careless or just trying to avoid seeming shallow, I guess they will say things like, um, you know, I don't care how many subscribers I get, or people just need the focus on the love of the books, or you need to focus on the passion of what you're doing your videos about. But to be honest, I don't believe that caring about your channel and the analytics of your channel should detract from your passion for the books or whatever it is your channel is about. I'm just going to say books in this instance and focus on booktube in general. But like I said, this can apply to YouTube as a whole as well. So let's say a booktube channel. I'm making videos about books and writing. Because I care about 
the views I get and that sort of thing. That doesn't mean I care any less about the books or the writing that I'm talking about in the videos, but that will shape my general attitude towards the videos that I make, for example. And people can deny this, but it's an absolute fact that the reason you don't see many book reviews on BookTube, which is really the video you should be seeing most often, the reason you don't see many of those is because it's more of an isolated video and as such gets a marginal percentage of the views that a normal video would. Um, if you're talking about one book specifically and it's a book that people either haven't read or a book that people have no interest in, which is very likely when you're talking about one book, it they're just not going to tune in and watch it. The only reason those people would tune in and watch is for you specifically. And in most cases, um, unfortunately, in most cases, people just aren't willing to do that. They need to have the interest of the book as well. So book reviews don't get as many views, and as such, they're done very rarely. That That's just a fact. And people can say that they don't do book reviews for other reasons, but I guarantee you that 99% of the people that rarely do book reviews, it's because of that reason. It's because they're not getting many views. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know why we beat around the bush and pretend that it's anything otherwise. It's That's okay, it's fine. You can say, I don't do book reviews very often because they don't get many views. That's why I don't do book reviews often. And if I do book reviews, I'll generally give it some kind of slightly clickbaity title. So although, you know, clickbaity itself is, it's got a pretty negative stigma, it'll always be a title that has a relation and um, an important uh, kind of connection to the video itself. So it's not like I'm lying in the title that I use, but it is something that's meant to spark interest in the place of, you know, the lack thereof, the lack thereof interest for other books that the person might be interested in, um, is what I'm saying. You, you need to kind of create some separate interest for that book review. I kind of went off track there, but what basically what I was trying to make with the whole discussion about book reviews is that people care more about their views and their subscriber counts than they're willing to admit. And I've seen people that will claim they don't care about their views and subscriber counts that will then go into, they'll go on to complain when they get more dislikes than they used to, or they're not getting as many subscribers or views as they used to, completely contradicting what they said a couple of months beforehand. And, you know, maybe their opinion on it changed over time. But for the most part, you'll find that these people are just, well, let's be honest, they're bullshitting just so that they can seem more nonchalant than they are. And then you have another kind of group of people who act as if they don't care about their views and subscriber accounts, but that's because they're growing so quickly anyway. I've had, um, you know, people of larger channels that have had almost no issue at any time with a lull in their subscriber accounts or view counts talk about how you just need to go with the flow and all this, and it quite literally is a case of that's easy for you to say. You haven't really been presented a situation where you needed to be concerned that your channel was not doing very well because it's always been on a growth pattern, but quite an accelerated one at that. So that's what I feel is the truth of the matter. I think, put simply, there are a lot of people out there that are creating YouTube or BookTube videos that like to pretend that they don't care as much about their subscriber and view counts as they really do. And that's disappointing because then it kind of creates a negative 
aura around the people that do care about their subscriber and view counts and say as much. Uh, for example, myself, I, I'm quite vocal about the fact that I will be upset if my channel all of a sudden stopped getting subscribers and views. I, I would definitely care. It's, and that's a normal human thing. If we're creating content online on YouTube, which is quite literally a platform, the whole purpose of YouTube is to create content for people to see. If not as many people are seeing it as you would like, then you should be upset. You're allowed to be upset. And making people feel as if they shouldn't be or they're, you know, just being babies for being upset about that. It's going to make them feel not as justified in genuine feelings of discomfort. And that's just made a million times worse if the people telling them that they shouldn't be upset are people that have either A, themselves would be upset if the same thing happened to them, or B, they do get upset by these things, but they just pre uh, pretend that they don't. Now, obviously, this kind of point I'm making here that it's okay to care about your subs and views does reach a line where, obviously, that you need to be setting yourself some boundaries. For example, don't go onto other people's videos asking them to go check out your channel. Don't beg for views and subscribers. You know, when that whole small, when the whole small YouTube channel thing happened where they changed the monetization status, there was a whole big situation where people were creating threads saying subscribe to all these small channels. The The real thing that should have been happening there is you should have been encouraging them to check out the smaller channels, but not just subscribe to them for quotation marks around this support, because there's no benefit for that small uh, channel to be getting subscribes, uh, subscribe numbers from people that aren't going to watch their content and are just going to unsubscribe a week later. If anything, it's going to make it a million times worse for them because they're going to get this big influx of subscribers and then they're going to lose them all in one go and think, what the fuck did I do wrong? And it's going to make them even more upset. I think that's just a silly practice. And then obviously as well, you've got things like, you know, clickbait that has nothing to do with your videos or doing um, something I've noticed as well for a few channels that seem to blow up massively. Uh, on the booktube side of things is they just make rant video after rant video after rant video just tearing apart books and authors that that's how they're making their platform is just dragging authors and stories through the dirt because they didn't like it and you know obviously they're getting a lot of attention and a lot of subscribers because they're you know finger click sassy or they're just displaying an emotion that is very strong and passionate and people as humans are attracted to strong and passionate emotions, it's just unfortunate that that emotion in every single video is outrage, you know, uh, outrage over something quite trivial, to be honest. My whole issue with rant reviews and negative book videos is a bit separate to caring about your analytics, to be honest, but it is something I've wanted to chat about for a while. Just because I've noticed it is becoming a bit of a trend and it's a disappointing trend. I don't want Booktube to turn into this thing where people think that they have to make only rant reviews and talk shit on books and authors to get views because we're meant to be the community that are supporting people creating stories. We, we live in a world now where there's not really as much of a draw to be an author as there used to be, so we need to be supporting the practice of writing and 
the rent review channels really aren't doing that, to be honest. Don't get me wrong, that's not me saying you can't ever make rent reviews, because obviously there are some books that are going to warrant that for you. I'm just talking about people that make every single video a rent review. That That's all I'm saying. At the end of the day, it's, you know, it's your channel. You can actually do what, you can do whatever you want, to be honest. If, if you want to make only rent reviews, go for it. But I, I'm sure as hell not going to subscribe to that. And I'm not going to think very highly of you as a person if your personality is centered around tearing other people down. That's all. Obviously, I've made some videos taking the piss out of, you know, other people's books and uh, more specifically some of my most popular videos are the hilariously terrible looking books videos which poke fun at book covers but that's the reason I don't do them as often as I could. Those videos get way more views than any of my other ones but I only do them you know maybe every month or every two months because I don't want that to be what my channel is. I don't want my channel just to be me taking the piss out of other people, even though, you know, they're all in good fun and they're not actually that bad. I don't want that to be what people subscribe to me for, purely. Anyway, back onto what I was originally saying, which is, it's okay to give a shit about how many views and subscribers you're getting. It's okay to want your channel to progress and get bigger. That That's completely fine. And talking about it shouldn't be something that is looked down on negatively. And if that is something that you care about, please, please, please don't pretend that you don't, because most people are going to see right through that. In the way that you um, do your videos, and the way that you, um, even things like how you're titling your videos, people are going to know if you're interested in getting more views than you could be or not. So just why bother pretending that you don't care about those things? It's silly. It's really, really silly. And the only thing it's doing is making people think that you're not being completely honest with them. And if anything, that could have a really negative impact on your channel in the long run. This one's been a bit of a ramble. I do apologize about that. But um, I've, you might notice I've got a bit of a sore throat today. So I just wanted something that's a bit easier for me to talk about without having to go into it too much, even though this, you know, this episode's run a bit longer than I expected. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that, that's basically all I wanted to say. Let me know what you think about, um, you know, chasing views and subscribers below. Let me know what you think about uh, rant reviews, maybe, or doing book reviews on, on YouTube altogether. It's just, there's some interesting things in there to discuss. So thanks again for listening and Make sure you subscribe to this if you're watching or listening on YouTube. Make sure you give a follow if you're listening to it on the iOS app store or on SoundCloud or the podcast app, wherever you're listening to it. Um, you know, make sure you follow so you can be there for the next episode. Thanks again. Catch you later.